All right, welcome to the Crinkle Talk podcast. We are here at the Iowa Tap Room. Finally, I'm gonna say, uh, got Drew here, and uh, thanks for joining me, Drew. Oh, it's a pleasure. Yeah. So, uh, why don't you tell me a little bit about this place and a little bit about yourself? Sure. Uh, the Iowa Tap Room's been around for about four years. Uh, we've been bringing in as much local fare as we can, trying to showcase what's happening here with with us being so near and dear to the beer industry. Uh, and beer being near and dear in our hearts. Uh, you know, we, we've got to find the great equivalators and this seems to make sense for us. Um, uh, I've been with the company now for about six years, uh, rotating through, uh, just trying out their different establishments, really enjoying the guys at Full Core Press though, truly. I mean, they're good humans. Uh, they're easy to work for and they make sense. Uh, plus, they, they pursue concepts incredibly well, uh, which I appreciate. Uh, it's nice. I, I used to be a menu hopper in kitchens. I was a, a line cook for like 15 years. Um, but finding fun concepts that were easy to play around with uh, really seemed to make the difference for me. Cool. Yeah. So I've, uh, I've been. Yeah. Okay, I accidentally messed with it because I was trying to change the music in there. So, my bad. So, uh, just kind of dropped in on you guys on a busy day here. So, <laughs> just talking and no big deal. But, anyways, I've been doing the podcast for a couple of years now. And uh, about a year ago, you guys agreed to sponsor the podcast. And it really just kind of made sense. I do podcasts about all Iowa beer. And this is obviously an all Iowa tap room. So, you got over uh, 100 Iowa beers and ciders on tap here. Uh, we're sitting roughly at about uh, 103 right now. We have the capacity to do 120. Uh, we were scaling back to 99, which was our original concept, one one beer per county in the state of Iowa, uh, playing around with a bit of uh, wonderful and topical information. Uh, but it uh, it makes sense. Um, we, we float around uh, and try and find the best of what, we, what the state has to offer. And uh, not only that, but try and educate as much as we can with what the state has to offer. Talking about our new brewing styles, what, what, what yeast strains are coming out, uh, especially Quebec recently. Uh, it's been a super fun one. Processing super fast and at high temperatures, uh, it seems to make sense. Plus it gives this very unique wet hop taste to uh, a lot of what it touches, which is kind of fantastic. Uh, no, but the concepts and the beer theory going around here in the state is absolutely awesome. Uh, this, this, this new found, I guess, uh, footholds that have, that have been in place for the last like, like two, three years have been absolutely incredible with the strides that we're doing in quality. Um, not to say that people were producing poorly to begin with, uh, they were doing excellent, but uh, we've seen like a, a rededication to, to finding new and interesting things here in the state, that's been fun. Yeah, we're real lucky here in the state of Iowa. We have Truly. just some absolutely fantastic breweries, so it's really cool that you guys are highlighting the good work that they're doing. And how? You know, got a nice little sampler here in front of me from uh, four different Iowa breweries. Uh, all beers I've never had before, so this is fun. So, um, the blind taste test. Yeah. Gotta love that. <laughs> so also here you guys are, are very well known for your food, actually. I, every time I come to town and ask somebody where we should go to eat, everybody says, come here. So uh, Thank you. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's awesome. Uh, that's uh, mostly due to Chef Nick Douglas. Uh, he's been uh, at the helm since the very beginning. Uh, just kind of guiding us along. He's involved with a couple of the projects that the boys are working on now. Uh, he had a uh, had quite a say in Truman's and uh, the chicken that just went up in Arilla. Uh, both great locations too. Uh, fun food. Uh, Truman's is uh, non-traditional Kansas City style pizza. Uh, so a little bit thinner crust but crispier crust. Uh, absolutely wonderful. And the chicken, well, uh, they do chicken just so well. Uh, fun concept sets. Um, but uh, no, Nick's, Nick's got a good firm hold. 
last week he was showing me a, uh, a new uh, pineapple salsa he was playing with, and he did a uh, roasted beet hummus the other day, uh, just just for giggles. Uh, totally worth our time. But uh, we just reworked our tenderloin breading. Uh, we're using uh, pork crackling for it, uh, and it's made this really unique, uh, super, super moist pork. Uh, and it still keeps its crunch after some time too, which is absolutely awesome. But roasted pork flavor on roasted pork flavor, it's fabulous. Cool. So, uh, what's one of your favorite things to go to on the menu here? So, uh, it's it's all meant to be palatable stuff that that works well with beer. Because, well, what do we serve? Uh, uh, you know, you've got to walk hand in hand with your product as much as you can. Uh, so, it's pretty well curated over time. Just trying to figure out what works and what doesn't. I mean, on our original concept set, we had a you know a, a heady garlic burger called the Vamper um, that hasn't been around for a while, and we were doing duck nuggets um, for a period of time too. Like again, playing around with different flavor sets. Um, for me, though, bulgogi tacos, without a doubt. Uh, uh, traditional Korean marinade, but done on pork rather than beef. Uh, nice umami richness, a uh, little sweetness, too, from a glaze that they finish with. And then uh, soyoli and uh, pulled cucumber over the top. It's absolutely fantastic. Nice. Yeah. So I've been kind of checking out the menu a little bit before I came down, and I, I think I'm going to stick around and have some of the uh, buffalo chicken mac and cheese here Very when cool. we're done. So excited about that one. Oh, it's fantastic. A little yeah. bit of cauliflower in that white sauce too. It's absolutely wonderful. Yeah, cool. I saw that on the menu here. I didn't see that online. That's mm -hmm. pretty cool. Yep. Uh, we, uh, we do some oven roasted cauliflower in there for, again, additional umami and richness. Uh, but it makes sense. And it helps balance out the bit of salinity there that's with the cheese too. So I think it's a nice contrast. Alright. So, uh, when you're not here at work, what kind of stuff are you doing? Are you watching any shows on Netflix? Kind of listening? Sure. I, I, I feel like I've been to watch like everybody else. Um, I can be a little more discerning at times, but um, I, I've been reading a bunch lately, actually. Uh, I had to get back to it. Uh, I've been stuck on a, a high fantasy series that I'm pretty fond of, uh, author Brandon Sanderson, uh, the Stormlight Archive series. It's absolutely wonderful. Uh, I was turned on to him. Uh, he'd helped uh, another author finish a book after he had passed. Uh, uh, he helped Robert Jordan finish a book. Uh, his uh, wife, Harriet, was his editor, so it just made it a really easy transition. But. That's uh, that and hanging out with my dog. I'm, uh, I'm pretty much a homebody. Uh, I do scout beers occasionally, but um, I'm not so much a bottle chaser anymore. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's easy to do bottle chasing in Iowa, but the nice thing about it is we have so many choices, you don't have to bottle chase Absolutely. right now. <laughs> Again, I walk down the street, I'm over at El Bait Shop, you know, I talk to the guys, see what I can find, or, you know, hey, let's say I hike over to Ingersoll and, uh, you know, check out Cheese Bar and uh, see what Abinalis has had to offer for them. Uh, it's all fantastic stuff, and it's really, really accessible, which makes it that much easier, yeah. too. So El Bait Shop has an amazing menu as well. Tremendous. How much do you think you guys actually overlap, or do you try to keep fairly different stuff? We try to keep fairly different. Uh, mind you, it, it, it can be hard at times, especially in this industry, with the, with, with the frozen product that does get used, uh, the recycled fries and otherwise. Um, and not to say recycled as in reused, but uh, it's, uh, you know, there are only so many fry brands here in Des Moines uh, and accessible in Des Moines. So some people do hand cut potatoes, we don't. Um, but I, th I think it can be a wonderful use of time. Uh, uh, Bait Shop has some unique features, though. I mean, bacon wrapped tater tots, what's not so love? Spicy, cheesy, delicious. Yeah, um, fantastic stuff. Uh, yeah, I, I like the fact that they, the concepts keep them far enough apart. Uh, that there's there's little no gap, but it covers so much ground. I mean, Buzzard Billy's having Cajun flair, and Truman's doing pizza along with Fong's doing uh, Asian-influenced pizza, uh, and just I don't know. I think it's a nice uh, like turning turning a style set on its head a little bit. And, uh, very yeah. playful. Outside looking in, you know, I, I see all these awesome 
beer and food places down here, and it doesn't seem like you guys are necessarily competing against each other or you know button heads you kind of seems like you're kind of working in harmony together because you all have a little something different to offer sure and i think it's one of those tandem relationships across across the company seem seem like they would be paramount anyhow i mean we know that we can we can support and send people say our kitchen closes a little bit older than truman so i'm more than happy to send them any and all business that comes in after our kitchen closes and even before then too if we're experiencing you know heavy wait times which we do frequently i mean fridays and saturdays in Des Moines. A two-hour wait is not uncommon, unfortunately, uh, just because it's limited space. Um, and we've got an event space, too, attached, so that, that puts another, uh, not wrench in the gears, because it's it's just an additional set of gears that are working always as well. Uh, but that's been fun to see what, what we're able to create and what we're able to maintain. Um, not only that, just like the high-level execution for some of our stuff. Uh, it's been it's been fun watching them, you know, do do a 260-person wedding uh, with us having a full four and uh, a full patio as well. Um, these guys in the kitchens work hard, and it makes sense. Um, having seen now too uh, multiple restaurants in the way that they operate within the company, it's it's nice to see that there's a clean workforce doing doing a thing. We're all working towards the same goal, and we all care about what's happening. Uh, but that's just the reflection of, of, of what the guys do. Um, we've been really thankful, you know, Bruno bringing in as many people talking about beer, uh, you know, really being an advocate for beer here in the state. I think that's been wildly important. Um, Dan and Andy really uh, being, being solid anchors for this. Uh, you know, keeping us on our toes at times too. But it's important to learn. I mean, they've got so many years in this industry combined. I mean, it's. It's, it's an absurdist amount of time spent uh, with time and dedication trying to figure out what concepts that work even across state lines. I mean, Buzzard Billy's was originally home in Waco, Texas, and they did their further expansion slowly and surely uh, with concept sets that made sense and still stick. Royal Mile is incredible. Still is. It's one of my favorite spots in Des Moines. I mean, again, attention to detail. Uh, if you were to blindfold somebody and drop them in the middle of that pub and they didn't know where they were, they might as well assume they're in England. I mean. It's not just a corset, but it's the feel. I mean, uh, it looks like a living room, and it feels like a living room too. It's welcoming. Uh, but also, if you if you hike upstairs too, you know, Belgian beer for days, yeah, uh, which is wonderful and incredible. That's another uh, project set that we're working on too. Uh, we're talking about doing a uh, game night over at uh, the Red Monk uh, coming on Sundays from here on out. Adult board games, uh, have have a couple cocktails, uh, enjoy yourself, and uh, play some something new and fun. You know, turn based or card games. Uh, I don't know. I think the uh, sky's the limit on what we can do. Yeah. yeah. What do you think one of your um, major challenges of keeping so many uh, beers on tap here is? You know, it, it's not the keeping up with the variety and necessarily the stylistically what's going on. It's filling the holes of what we don't have. Um, like, at odd times, random things will pop up in the middle of the year. Like, a Kolsch in the middle of the wintertime won't taste nearly as good as it would in the summertime, at least to me. Uh, and I'm sure some people could say the same about sours as well. So seasonally, trying to figure out what works, uh, making sure that people aren't overextending themselves on their brew schedules too. Um, it's not just for us. I mean, we're a little bit selfish in the fact that we, we can ask for certain things at times. And yeah, maybe they've got it going, maybe they don't. Um, but uh, I think it's been nice that the brewers have really ponied up and gone, hey, what are you looking for? Uh, and that's not always the case, nor will it be the case, because you know, brewers are prideful, as they well should be. I mean, their, their product stands uh, which is lovely. Uh, I guess uh, uh, keeping our promotional sets going, I think that's been 
not the most difficult thing, but certainly the most interesting thing. Uh, keeping up with our charity flights uh, monthly has been a fun thing to watch and track and see how that, that business has been growing. Uh, and also keeping people aware of the, the social causes that these breweries are choosing to go for. Uh, they're fantastic. Um, I don't know. Um, I guess keeping up with my untapped uh, can be one of the hardest things. Uh, but uh, no, I've got a I've got a great team. Uh, we've got Jay from the Royal Mile doing uh, doing beer coordination with me, uh, and I think in tandem it's been it's been great. Um, uh, you know, still kind of new to this whole whole role set, but um, you know, not new to the industry, so uh, just learning things every day. Yeah. yeah. So do you have any challenges as far as you know? Since you have such a big selection, making sure that everything is fresh all the time. For the most part, no. I mean, uh, I feel like the brewers have been really honest with us. We we see when when brew dates are on the keg colors themselves. Uh, so a little piece of paper wrapped around the top of the keg indicating when it was brewed uh, and and when it when it should be consumed. Back for the most part, uh, mind you, when this goes missing, that can that can absolutely be disastrous. But for the most part, we've been pretty organized. Uh, uh, you know, no real no real foibles of getting super old beer. Um, mind you, that that wasn't always the case all over the place, unfortunately. Um, but with, again, like I said, with time, and we've seen a rededication by, by brewers and by companies, uh, they're making sure that their product is fresh, and that's been fantastic. Anything that you have on tap right now that you're super excited to see or so you can have it occasionally? Um, well, a limited run, Seas Get Degrees from Pulpit Rock, I will absolutely give a shout out to right now. Uh, fantastic work on that brew. I mean, mind you, like, I, I've yet to have a bad beer from them. Uh, I just think it's fun, it's playful, uh, uh, you know, bright, citrusy, nuance set, uh, you know, a little pineapple up front. Um, I, you can't go wrong. Uh, I mean, I'd give a little bit of love, too, to Barntown right now as well. Uh, I just tried their banana cream pie sour that I think is absolutely fantastic. Uh, uh, imagine a uh, cream soda with a bit of buttery crust and uh, banana flavoring. Nice. Uh, and not just banana flavoring, like bananas. It's 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 bananas. Uh, cheesiest thing I could have said. Um, no, I don't know. Um, uh, I'll, I'll give some love to East Grove too. Uh, uh, just had uh, had their peach meat for the first time. Absolutely fantastic. Uh, we were using a show mead for the last uh, last couple of months just because it was so clean and crisp and mild. Um, but I'll be excited to see their other flavor sets come out. Uh, Bumbleberry will be fantastic again. Uh, I believe a Concord grape based mead uh, that was just delicious. We were mixing that one with peanut butter porter for a long time. Oh, fun. Yeah, having PB and J's. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Well, the uh, Iowa Craft Beer Week is coming up here real soon, and this whole uh, podcast will come out just before it. Nice. So I know you're going to get some pretty spectacular stuff here on, on draft. Anything that you want to kind of tease or that you're really excited to get? Oh, man. I, I don't know if I can give that away. <laughs> uh, no, we've got some really fun uh, collab sets that we're looking at, uh, and we'll keep that as quiet as we can because we want it to be a surprise for Beer Week. Uh, mind you, though, there will be some fantastic names on our wall, as always, uh, and some familiar friends getting together to do some incredible things. So are you uh, going to just do some surprise drops so that people just have to kind of be here? Absolutely. Uh, I, I think that's the important thing. I, as much as I love broadcasting, as much as we're going to do, because uh, I, I know I want to get people excited and I want to give them the time to plan around, but uh, uh, just stop by, drink some beer, enjoy yourselves. Yeah, yeah. nice. Yeah. The last time I was at Craft Brew Fest, I think it was two years ago, and it was like 95 and humid and bacon, and, and I was here with... Um, but family actually, and a couple of them spent probably half of it in here 
spending money instead of out there drinking the free beer because of the air conditioning and the atmosphere and everything. I will say the AC does make it worth the while. Uh, not just the AC and not just selling our building on the AC by all means. Uh, but no, beer work's important. It's, it's nice to see what's, what's happening here in the state, how playful we can be. And then also the interesting collab sets because, you know, companies that maybe traditionally wouldn't work together will come together and make some incredible stuff. Uh, just playful. Uh, you know, it's always it's always so hit or miss and we, we're never sure what to anticipate for the weekend. And we we see some really, you know, some really interested folk coming out and trying things that they've never tried before. That's really all the more I can ask for. It's like, Continuously, I'm trying to educate myself on what's what's happening in the world of beer, what styles are coming out, and why people are doing what they're doing. Uh, you know, why flavor sets interact the way they do together. And then boiling down and talking to some of the brewers about water science too, which is something I know very little about, but it's been more and more interesting to hear about uh, how, how these affect our flavor sets. And then again, where, where your water's coming from too, that's, that's an incredible thing. Uh, but it makes you think about the process in a larger sense. So every, you know, drop spilled makes it seem like brewers' tears. Nice. So um, after the uh, craft brew week, do you have anything big coming up that you want to kind of promote and plug for the um, tap room? You know, uh, off the top of my head, no. I'd say come out, uh, check us out, check out our event spaces if you have the need. Uh, uh, we can accommodate quite a bit. We've got uh, two wonderful, beautiful party rooms. Uh, very industrial chic, uh, exposed brick, ductwork, uh, beautiful fairy lights. Uh, what's not to love? Plus a killer menu to go with it, honestly. Uh, very well curated and fun, fun sets, but also, you know, uh, I guess the world is our oyster coming up. Uh, I think we're already halfway booked through 2020 already for, uh, for our wedding schedule so far. Oh, wow. Yeah, which is kind of incredible. Uh, but that's another just dedicated set of people just going after it. Um, and I know our staff has fun with it too. Um, it's been a fun and interesting thing watching, watching that business grow. But that's what I'm excited for. Uh, that and these, uh, these new beers, good golly. Uh, there's quite a schedule coming out so far, and uh, I, won't, I won't mention any names because I don't want to give away their secrets, uh, but we're pretty excited for what's happening in the, on the very near horizon for, uh, for a lot of these companies. Uh, I don't know, uh, you just gotta stop out and try it. Uh, you'll miss it if you're not here, and, uh, and in other parts of the company too. Good golly, there's such a selection. Yeah, so if you, if you didn't really know, they, the Iowa Tap Room has been sponsoring the Crinkle Talk podcast for over a year. What they are doing is uh, allowing my show to be free and available to everybody at all times. So there's no you know, commercials, there's no, nothing you have to buy. You can just uh, you know, just promote, come on down here when you're in Des Moines and uh, grab some food, grab some beer, and say hi to Drew and the rest of the crew here at the uh, Iowa Tap Room. So, yeah. Please do. Come take photos of our silo. Uh, look at our handsome and, and beautiful bartenders. Uh, you know, and enjoy our staff and their acerbic wit. Uh, I, I love the East Village. I think it's a fun thing. I've, I've been living here now for a short period of time, but I've, you know, I'm a transplant, not originally from Des Moines, uh, and I think it's been fantastic. It's a big, small city, and it's a really well-kept secret. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I'm glad more people don't know about Des Moines. Uh, and I say that again very selfishly because I, I, I've grown to absolutely love this city. Uh, but what we're doing here with food and beer just makes sense to me. Uh, we're looking at seasonal approaches and, and we're looking at making sure that there's care and attention to detail with everything. I, I can't overstate how important that is. Uh, and it, it's nice to see that as an honest reflection across the board here in New England. Yeah, well. 
through. I know it's getting busier and you know, you're taking time out of your day to talk to me, so I really appreciate that. Appreciate the support from the Iowa Tap Room for the Absolute Crinkle Talk pleasure. podcast. I hope we can keep that going. So uh, later on, we'll be talking to Brightside Ales and hopefully hitting up Barntown this afternoon and Very maybe exciting. even stopping at Hertz Donuts before we head back. Of oh, course. So uh, sweet to Yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, thank you very much again for talking to us. Pleasure as always.